This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning, this is Frida Liu. You're listening to Raise Your Game. Today we're talking about the seven sentence marketing strategy. Uh, for many businesses, the last two years of this pandemic was all about surviving. Now it is time to thrive as markets and borders open up globally. The key to thriving in business is marketing. However, many entrepreneurs and managers don't have a proper marketing strategy for their businesses and don't even know where to begin to build an effective marketing strategy. To help businesses create an incredible marketing strategy to thrive, Jeevan Sardevan, founder of Leverage Lab, and he says Malaysia's Business coaching legend takes us through a simple and yet powerful seven-sentence marketing strategy that'll get your business thriving fast. So just seven sentences. Well, good morning. Just seven. <laughs> morning, Frida. And your life will change. So yeah, of course, Jeevan joins us the first Monday of every month. Uh, it's already March, Jeevan. How fast is that? Right. So anyway, my usual question, I want to start, can any business apply this seven-sentence strategy? So so a little bit of background. So I learned uh, many years ago, I actually learned this method from the famous guerrilla marketer, Jay Conrad uh, Levinson. And so he came up with this stuff and it's, it's really, really powerful and yet it's really simple. So what it is, is your entire marketing strategy for the year, and in fact, many of my clients will use this for many years, is designed and and contained within the seven sentences. So how it's going to work is I'll give you a sentence and then I'll put a semicolon and then all our listeners and people listening in, they'll just have to complete that sentence. So they just complete the sentence and then you think about it and that's your strategy for the year. So so there's a lot of food for thought in uh, in these seven sentences and you, you want to really get your head around it. Some of them are not easy. Some of the sentences, the answers aren't going to be easy. Some of my clients have to go go through draft after draft after draft to get it right. But once you've got it right, you go from a torchlight to a laser beam. You become super sharp. You're like a torpedo just flying fast towards your target. So it's a really powerful um, method. And we're going to go through one by one. And I'll give you some examples along the way as well. Okay. So, yes, let's okay. kick it off. So you'll work with a startup as well as an established business, and you say that uh, these seven sentences apply to a, a business marketing for uh, for this, this one year or longer? Okay, well, it applies to any kind of business. You could be a startup and you'll benefit tremendously from actually launching your seven sentences. Or you could be an established business and you want that marketing turbo boost. You want to boost your marketing and you'll benefit tremendously from the seven sentences. Now, now you could use this for 2022. You could use it for, for this year, uh, for the whole one year. Or you could use it for several years. Many people just go on using this for years. Uh, and many corporates have seven sentence marketing strategies as well. So this is going to be very interesting. And once you've, once you've got your head around this, you could be using this for years and it, and it gets really simple. Yeah. Okay. So, so the other question as well, right, as the business owner, right, should business owners create this themselves, okay, uh, because, you know, I guess they set the vision or that, or bring it to the team, you know, and build it together with their marketing teams? Yeah, so that's a really good question. Um, with business owners, question number one, the first sentence, that one has to come from the owner. That can't come from the team because they'll come up with all sorts of stuff for that one. But the rest of the sentences can be <laughs> workshopped with the team, not sentence number one. The first one has got to come from the business owner himself. 
or at the very uh, at the very least the top management it's got to come from there yeah okay. and the rest of it can can be work a workshop with the team which is very beneficial when you workshop it with your marketing team <laughs> okay what is the first sentence Freelance laughing, wondering, saying, "Yeah, yeah, tell them, tell the team to shut up and let the business owner come up with it first. Okay, let's go right in. First sentence. So the sentence number one: the purpose of my marketing is, and then you put a semicolon. So, all right, let me let me help you out here. So, so take a look at this question, uh, or rather, the the beginning of the sentence: the purpose of my marketing is. Now, whenever I talk to business uh, businesses out there, business people, many of them actually do not have a purpose for their marketing. They're just randomly launching marketing campaigns of all kinds, hoping to make a lot of money, get a lot of customers and things like that. There's no iron purpose. So for instance, let's say a small dental business, maybe a dental business with say two dentists, for instance, uh, they might say something like this. The purpose of my marketing is to book 100% of the company's available time for treatments. Uh, for instance, the available time could be from 8.30 to 6.30, and the purpose of the marketing is to book 100% of the available time of the two dentists for treatments. Or a cafe, a small cafe might say, the purpose of my marketing is to fill up every single seat and table in the cafe every day. So maybe that's what the cafe would say. So you see, when you've got a purpose, what happens is you suddenly have a focus. This is insane. This is so powerful. Just this one sentence alone can get companies completely overhauling their marketing strategies. Because now suddenly you've got a focus. You're like, oh, so this is why I'm doing, this is why I'm doing all my Facebook Live and my Instagram Live and all that sort of stuff. It's for this purpose, whatever uh, this purpose is. So okay. so you've got to be super sharp. Right. Otherwise, it's, it, it looks good, but then you're not getting the results you want. Yeah, you know, I mean, you think about someone will ask me a question and say, now, Coach, uh, what do you think about TikTok? Should I try some TikTok strategies? And I'll ask this question, what's the purpose of your marketing? Yeah, oh, oh, I didn't really think of that. So you see, you, you're just simply trying out strategies. <laughs> Sorry? I want to dance. <laughs> I want to dance. Yeah, well, there you go. Srida just wants to dance on TikTok, and that's the purpose of a TikTok. <laughs> so, it's, so that's the first one. So you've got to get really sharp, really clear. i give, give you an example. One of my clients uh, is a group agency manager or, uh, for an insurance company, and he, the, his answer would be, the purpose of my marketing is to close 15 million in sales. Mm. So you see, it's very, very sharp, very, very clear. Someone else may say to make 30 million this year. Someone else may say to, to secure 2,000 new customers. Whatever that may, it might be customers, it might be revenues, it might be uh, profits, it, it might be uh, establishing a brand presence, whatever that may be. Okay, so that's sentence number one. The purpose okay. of my marketing is, and then you fill in the blanks. That's sentence number one. Okay, <laughs> that's number two. Sentence number two is, I will accomplish this purpose by stressing my... Now, here's where you look at some benefits and competitive advantages. Now, what are you going to stress? See, if I was talking about myself, I'll say I would accomplish this purpose, whatever my purpose is, by stressing my 21 years of business coaching experience, uh, my client results, testimonials. So what are you going to stress, stress on to accomplish your purpose? Maybe you're going to stress on, on the, the beautiful ambience of your restaurant. Uh, right. Maybe you're going to stress, stress on that. Maybe you're going to stress on the exotic food that you have. Maybe you're going to stress on the chef's experience and in making right. Japanese sushi. So, you see, you've got to ask yourself, what am I going to stress on to accomplish my purpose? And you can have commas. So, it's a sentence here. Yeah? So, what's going to happen is everyone's going to come up with seven sentences. It can be very long sentences. And, and you, you've got to type this out and print it out and stick it up on your wall. And you're going to have a lot of commas. 
but the in, in terms of grammar, English grammar, once you put a full stop, that's it, sentence is over, okay? So that's what a sentence means. It's got a full stop. <laughs> so some people get confused and they have five sentences. Like, yeah, that's my one sentence. No, 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 <laughs> that's five. So, so seven sentences, and once the full stop comes in, the sentence is over. But you can have a million commas if you want. So you can knock yourself out with the commas. And, and you would, some of this is going to get really long. So number two is all about that. Um, I will accomplish this purpose, purpose by stressing my, so stress on your benefits or stress on your competitive advantage over your competitors. Right. Stress on that. You see, see, see like Volvo may accomplish their, their purpose by uh, stressing on the safety features of the new Volvo S60 or the 0 to 104.4 seconds, whatever it is that, that they may want to stress on. So that's number two. So that's sentence number two. Now we come to an interesting one, sentence number three. My target or audience is, so to achieve the purpose of your marketing and to stress on all of these things, who are you going to be targeting? Who's your audience? So you might say, okay, the B40 is my target or audience. Or you might say people in the Klang Valley. Or you might say people in Johor. Or you might say businesses, small and medium-sized businesses or manufacturers or manufacturers in Sanawang and Maru or whatever it is. So you've got to be very clear. Who's your target or who's your audience? Mm. So who are you targeting, you know, in, in all of your marketing? Who are you actually targeting? Again, many businesses um, fail to identify this. They just target randomly everyone. So so who, who are you targeting? So, so you want to spell this out in sentence number three. It's very interesting. As Even as you're going along with this, right, I can see that once you've got all your sentences, you can actually put it in visually so people get more clarity, right? Exactly. Okay, we'll, we'll go to sentence number four in just a moment. I'm here with Jeevan Sardavan from Leverage Lab. Stay tuned to Raise a Game, BFM 89.9. Benchmark for Managers, BFM 89.9. Good morning, this is Frida Liu. You're listening to Raise Your Game. Jeevan Sardevan from Leverage Lab. Uh, he is with us the first Monday of every month and we are talking about the seven-sentence marketing strategy. With seven sentences, you can get to be laser-focused with your business. We've gone through three sentences. We're on to our fourth. All right. So with these seven sentences, you've got a nuclear power in your business and you're going to go crazy. Number four. I like number four. Number four is a fun one. All my clients love number four. Number four is... Marketing weapons I plan to employ are, okay, here's where you list down all your marketing weapons. So don't just say social media, break it up. Say yeah. Facebook Live, comma, Instagram Live, uh, TikTok, comma, yeah, TikTok. Frida's gone gung-ho on TikTok. Don't watch what she's doing on TikTok. So yeah, you got TikTok. You may have flyers, you may have exhibition kiosks, you know, in, in a mall. Um, so list down all the weapons you plan to use to achieve your marketing purpose. So, so keep this in mind. Every sentence is about sentence number one. Sentence mm-hmm. number two is about number one. Number three is about number one. Number four is about number one. It's all about achieving the purpose of your marketing. So now you're listing down all your weapons. And what happens at this stage is you start to realize, hey, you know what? There's actually a lot more I can do. There's so many weapons I'm not utilizing. That, mm-hmm. that suddenly you realize, what about referral strategies? That's a weapon. Right. But I've not really done that. And then you, you can put that down. And then you can say, hey, what about billboard advertising you know they, they're a lot cheaper now than they were before mm. and smaller billboards inside town and things like that and i could right. consider that or maybe electronic billboards you see right. so, so as you discuss so this is where you, your earlier question 
should should the business owner do it or the team? So this is where you can start discussing everything with your marketing team. So you see, where the purpose of the marketing is to come from the owner. The owner of the business is to come up with the, the question number one, which is the purpose of the marketing. But now with uh, sentence number four, the, the weapons, you could sit down and discuss it with your social media guys or with your marketing guys or your outsourced marketers, whoever it is. You know, events, you know, slowly people are coming right. back to things right. like that, right? Why not, right? In fact, events are getting bigger now. So, so that could be a weapon that you want, want to use. So explore online, offline. So what are the yeah. offline uh, weapons I can use and what are the online weapons? And then you, then you get sharper. Number five, sentence number five, my niche in the marketplace is, my niche in the marketplace is. Now, here's where you're, you're taking a look at how will you position yourself? How are you going to position yourself in the marketplace? Why? When you have a niche, you, your, the idea here is to dominate, market domination. You want to dominate. So let's, let's give you some examples. Ferrari. What's Ferrari's niche? Their niche is very simply just fast cars. Ferrari mm-hmm. doesn't make a slow car. They make just fast cars. Now they're coming out with the SUV. It'll be interesting to see. You know, it'll be just a really fast SUV. So that's a niche of theirs. You see, so we look at Toyota. Their niche is different. So Toyota, the niche would be practical, economical cars. So Toyota would go down that niche. So so Asia, their niche is cheap, cheap tickets, very cheap flights. So that's their niche. So what's your niche? You want to you look at which niche am I going to dominate? Think hard about this one. You know, what what will I want to dominate? Like for right. me, it would be one-to-one business coaching. Okay, Sorry. so and, and a niche could could uh, could change from your original. Like you gave some examples. So then you can look at a new niche perhaps. Yes, yes correct. And, and then even question five, isn't it sort of similar to question sentence two? Well, so sentence two says, uh, I will accomplish this purpose by stressing my... So there you're looking at benefits and advantages, whereas here you're looking at an area that you're going to dominate. So you're looking... So so think of a niche as... as think of it as a focus area or specialize. You specialize in something. So what's... For, for example, a doctor may say, my niche is diabetic wounds. Patients with diabetic wounds. I'm going to dominate that niche rather than mm-hmm. just saying a GP. Or some might say, my niche is just being a GP. You know, that's my niche. Someone else, might, another GP might say, no, I don't want to just be a GP. I want to dominate uh, diabetic wounds or wounds in general, wound management. So that can be a niche. So that's an, it's, it's an area of specialty or it's an area of focus. Think of it that way. So, so I say this, niche and grow rich. You know, just niche and grow rich. Find your niche and dominate your niche and grow rich, grow, grow ready, rich. Right. And, and you see, when you look at the businesses that have dominated niches, that's how they get extremely successful. Like see, um, if you look at Ferrari, Ferrari's niche is is fast cars, and they're also targeting the T20. Now, Ferrari's mm-hmm. not going to come up with a car like that's going to compete with the MyV. That's right. not their niche, so they're not going to battle MyV. And so, MyV would battle other cars in that a- in that area. That, that so they would they would battle Perdo, would battle other businesses in that area. So that's number five. Now comes a very interesting one. Number six, my business identity is. Hmm. business identity is so here's where you take on an identity to help people perceive you better you see perception must be manufactured you've got to help people see you in a certain way so what's your business identity this could overlap a little bit with some of the other sentences but what's the identity so what sort of maybe you want to have a professional identity my my business identity is we're, we're incredibly we're the number one professional market leaders you know, maybe you want to have a professional identity. But imagine two people are talking and they say this, hey, you know, you've got to go and buy from XYZ company. They are, so how would they fill that sentence? How would you fill in that sentence? They are, he is, 
You see, that's the identity you're putting across. So, what, for example, let's look at Tony Robbins. What's his identity? Now, he's not a motivator, which is what most people say. No, he's not. For Tony Robbins' identity is not that he's actually he's actually a breakthrough expert. He's an expert in engineering breakthroughs in people, whether it's in investments, whether it's in health, whether it's in, in motivation. It doesn't matter what area, but he's an engineer synthesizing all the information that's necessary for you to get a breakthrough. Like his book on Money Master the Game is all about wealth and finances. His new book on um, Life Force is all about health and, and nutrition. So Tony Robbins is the breakthrough guy. That's his that's his identity. And and his niche could be people wanting personal growth. You know, all, all, all those out there want personal growth in different areas of their life. So you want to really think your, your, your identity can involve your branding, your logo, your values, your professionalism. But you want to develop that identity. If you look at Mercedes, what's their identity? Prestige. So mm. Mercedes will always shout prestige, status, symbol, prestige. That's the identity coming out. When you think of Mercedes, that's the identity that's coming out. So mm. this is something businesses need to really think about because very often their identities are default. They leave it. Uh, they just leave it to default. So that that's a really big mistake. You want to manufacture that. Now we come to the game changer sentence. Sentence number seven is a game changer. This one, if now all those listening, I mean, you really got to pay attention to this one and you got to, I'm going to give some examples here, but this is the one that's the game changer. It's going to change everything. So it's like, Frida's like, come on, Jimin, you're already. <laughs> you should continue, right? In the next session, we shall say what number seven was. What was that game changer? So everyone listening, can you hurry up? <laughs> so I can imagine someone driving and listening and like, you know, don't crash the car, okay? So, number seven, the game changer sentence is, I plan to devote dash percent of gross sales to marketing. I plan to devote dash percent of gross sales to marketing. Now, is it 5% of your gross sales? Is it 10%? Is it 3%? Is it 2%? How much of it is of gross sales are you you planning to devote to marketing now? Let me give you some examples here. So here's what I want you to do. For all you business people listening out there, go and open a second bank account every single month when your sales come in. Take out a percentage. And you got to listen to me on this one. Take out a percentage that you have decided, say it's 5%. So so if you've made, uh, if, if you've made say, say uh, for example, a million, uh, you make a million a month, so if you're making a, a million a month and you're deciding to take out, say, 1%, so that would be 10,000 ringgit, and you put that into the separate bank accounts. You do 5%, that's 50,000 ringgit. You put that into the separate bank account, and you're not allowed to touch this money for anything except sentence number four, which is marketing weapons. You're not allowed to, you cannot say, that, oh, I need this money for some renovations in my office. No, you can't. Oh, I need some new handphones. No, you can't. Use operations money for that. You don't touch this for anything. Now, let's see what happens if you do this. Let's say you're doing, um, uh, you're doing, you're doing 100,000 a month and you decided to take out 5%. So let's just say, 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 you, 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 oh, take this, this for calculation's sake, let's just say 10%, all right? You, you decide to take out 10%. You're doing 100,000 a month and you take 10%, that's 10,000. So you put 10,000 in the separate bank account and you whack it into your marketing. Next month, guess what? You, you're not, you don't have 100,000 anymore because you, you put so much marketing budget to it, you now have 150,000. And now you've got 15,000 going into your marketing. And then next month, you've got 200,000. Now you've got 20,000. It just doesn't stop. After a while, here's what happens. And this is what happens to my clients. Your account gets fat. 
That's a lot of money in it. Imagine now how you feel. Imagine you go to a party, you're meeting your friends, and you've got one million ringgit in your marketing budget. That's mm-hmm. that insane confidence, and you can whack this money into all kinds of things. And people often, um, especially during the pandemic, uh, March 18, 2020, when, when the lockdown started and, and a lot of businesses crashing, my clients are doing all kinds of marketing campaigns. Strategy. People were asking, how is Jeevan doing that? What are they doing? And see, this, the thing is we've got the marketing budget. This is right. a secret weapon of the corporates. Almost nine out of 10 corporates have this marketing budget and they have audit and they have internal audit and things like that. So you can't just simply use the budget. So but nine out of 10 corporates would have it. But when it comes to SMEs, guess what? Nine out of 10 don't have it. Right. Okay. That's so interesting. You know, right. and, and this gets, so let me tell you a story. This is really funny. So there was this one time many years back, one of my clients, the, the, the business doing really well. And the rule was we were putting in 5%. So it just keeps putting in the 5% every month. And suddenly he's got about 500,000 ringgit in the marketing account. He says, coach, can I use this money and go and buy a terrace house? I said, no, you can't. I want to buy a terrace house. I said, well, I won't use this money. So, but it's my money. Like, yeah, it is. So you won't know if I did. Yeah, of course I won't know. But that's not the point. You're not going to touch this money for that. And then, then later on, he comes back with another creative idea. He says, you know what? I'm going to make my ma- my wife the head of marketing and give her a salary of 50000 a month or something like that. I said, your wife's a housewife and she's not the head of marketing. And you're just doing it because you just want to touch your marketing budget. And here's the thing. It's your money. You can do it and touch it anytime you want. But I'm saying don't do it. So put it back into the business. Let's look at expansion. Let's look at all the things you can do and how the marketing can support that expansion. You, you can double up, triple up on your operation side using operations money, but the marketing can support that. So this is what I'm saying. This is going to happen to everyone who's listening. If you're going to do this, if you start putting money aside, and you've got to get realistic with the amount you put. Initially, you might put and you feel it's not enough. You can top up, but you cannot go down. So what I tell my clients is, for the first two years, whatever you told me you're going to do, say say 5%, you cannot revise that. You get one revision after two years. Then you mm. can change that amount, but then that's it. So you see, but you can top up, you just cannot go below. If you say 5%, you can't go below 5%, but you can top up if you want. And this is the thing. This is a discipline. It's a discipline. So many businesses, um, business owners out there, SMEs, you're listening. I'm pretty sure you're not doing this. Um, it's time you took my word for it. It's time you started to do it. And, right. and you come and tell me a year from today, how explosive your marketing has been simply because you have dedicated a percentage of your gross revenues to your marketing. And that's right. mind-blowing. Okay, I have to ask, like, how do you decide? Is it 5%? Is it 10%? How do you decide that? Well, so you've got to look at some calculations here. You know, how much are you buying customers for? What's your acquisition cost? So you've got to calculate a little bit. Okay, on average, you know, uh, we secure customers. We have to spend about 1000 ringgit to get a customer. Then if you want 10 customers, you need to put 10000 So that, that would be how many percent of revenue. So there's a bit of calculation involved. Uh, there's right. a little bit of uh, calculation. There's a bit of uh, estimation, a bit of guesswork. A bit of, it's a lot of things here. But the thing is, you've got to start somewhere. So, so some, people get, some people get overly ambitious and say, oh, coach, I'm going to put, uh, one guy told me, he said, I'm going to put 25%. I said, whoa, hold on a second. Now, they do about a million a month. And he's, he, was, he was joking. He said, I'm going to put 25%. I said, well, that's 250,000. 250, 25% is not 50,000. You're never going to do that. So don't say that. So don't pick a number you know you're never going to do. But start somewhere. Now, imagine, now here's the thing. Imagine you're going to do this for life. You're going to do this for the rest of your life. When I first started my business 21 years ago, I put 5% into my marketing fund. And that's what I started with. And that made all the difference. So over time, it starts to accumulate. And you can use this money anytime for marketing, but for marketing only. And specifically for sentence number four. And, and, and someone said, can I use this to purchase marketing staff? Yes, you can. 
Can right. I use this to pay for computers in my office? No, you can't. They say, oh, but I need some new iPhones to do marketing. Well, you know if you're bluffing yourself. <laughs> so, you know, you know if you're conning yourself, you know. So, so the answer is no. You're, this is not going to come from your marketing budget to buy iPhones. So, oh, yeah. so, people come up with all kinds of stuff. You know, someone says, I need a car. You know, it helps me with marketing. So, <laughs> you know, you know if you're bluffing yourself. So, so no, you don't need a car from this budget. So, right. you can use this budget. Marketing. So, so here's the thing, guys. Uh, I mean, you, you you work on these seven sentences. It's really fun. It's really fun. We've been having a laugh here, having fun with this. But it's it's really fun. Have fun with it as you do it. But at the same time, look at it seriously as well. Look at it um, from from a whole strategy point of view. It is absolutely mind blowing when you get it right. You may have to do a few drafts to get it right, but once you do, you're like uh, you've gone from a torchlight to a laser beam. You're a torpedo. You're a nuclear weapon. You're, you're that's how powerful you are. And that seven sentences is going to change your game in 2022. Right. Seven sentence marketing strategy from Jeevan Sardevan Leverage Lab. Uh, thanks for being with us again. He'll be joining us uh, the first Monday of April. You've been listening to Raise a Game. I'm Frida Liu, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.